Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of Sci-Fi Graveyard. It's hosted by The Heart of Geek. Today, we're continuing on in our Resident Evil series. We're going to be discussing the fourth film in the franchise, well, the Alice franchise version of Resident Evil. We're going to be discussing Resident Evil Afterlife. Resident Evil Afterlife was released on September 10th of 2010 in the United States and was made on an estimated budget of $60 million and apparently grossed $300 million worldwide, making it at the time the largest, or the, I'm sorry, the highest grossing Canadian movie up until the release of Resident Evil, the final chapter, which we'll eventually get to. So a little bit of uh, trivia here. Um, I do the uh, creatures with the flower like mouse are called Magini, and I'm probably mispronouncing that because I have no idea how to pronounce things. And they're actually from Resident Evil 5, um, as are the scarabs that Claire Redfield wears when Alice makes it to, and I'm using air quotes here, Arcadia uh, from Resident Evil 3's destination. Uh, that's also from Resident Evil 5. The only thing about the uh, flower-like mouth creatures, they're not based on a mutation of the T-virus. They're actually based on the Lost Plague, Lost Plagueis virus, I think is how it's pronounced. Lost Plagueis, Lost Plagueis. And that's actually made its debut in the game Resident Evil 4, which uh, starred Leon S. Kennedy in his second Resident Evil appearance. Um, something else is funny is that this is the only movie to give us Chris Redfield, which uh, Chris Redfield was played by uh, Wentworth Miller. And of course, this movie stars Ali Larder, Ali Larder, Mila Jovovich, again, Wentworth Miller, and Boris Kajo. Uh, he played Luther in the movie. The um, I will say that Mila Jovovich, while filming this film, did shoot out a thousand dollar, I'm sorry, a hundred thousand dollar camera. And thanks, James Cameron, because of your movie Avatar, that's what sold Paul W.S. Anderson on making this in 3D. Can you tell by how it looks in this movie that it's supposed to be in 3D? Because you know, every movie in the 2010s had to be in 3D, whether it needed to be or not. Uh, I'm looking at you, Green Hornet, and I wish you were a sci-fi film. But although I do love the character Green Hornet, eh, the movie, hit or miss. But uh, this movie didn't really need 3D either, but it did add 20% to the film's budget, according to the IMDb. Uh, originally, this movie was supposed to end on a positive note with Alice's transmission on the ship, which is actually the Arcadia, which you come to find out is a trap by Umbrella, for experimentation by the survivors of the T-virus outbreak across the globe. Um, I will say this at the beginning, before I forget, that my favorite scene in this movie is actually the opening scene where it's the Japanese girl standing in the rain as the camera pans by in slow motion. And Jeremy is right. We talked about this in the group chat earlier. This movie does have a lot of slow-mo in it. Like way too much slow-mo. And but this scene was actually really cool because it shows Japan as the last, uh specifically Tokyo, being kind of like the last area to be affected by the T virus, which is why Wesker and the headquarters of Umbrella is 
underground here and which you also found out in resident evil three extinction uh so just wanted to mention that this was the coolest and most visually seen um i don't know if any of y'all agree with me but i'll be honest with you i really thought the special effects in this movie weren't really that special they looked really dated yes like, they definitely when, look dated now just re-watching the yeah. film especially the wire work and stuff like that there was like a few scenes where especially in the uh uh the opening scene where they're doing wire work where she does this flip and she slices the heads off of a couple of the umbrella members yeah she's like That's upside like, down for like yeah, a good you five seconds just on a wire so, yeah, <laughs> that's my biggest. I mean, I shouldn't say the biggest flaw because I mean, this really like this movie as a whole to me is one reason why, like, I didn't realize that there was a term called Mary Sue at the time. I think we mentioned it during the Star Wars movies, but this is real. This one and Underworld to me were like uh, the beginnings for. Um, what's it called for the Mary Sue stuff for me was because the Mary Sue. Yeah. Especially how in an extinction and introduced the clones of Alice, because they're pretty much saying that she's overpowered and stuff like that. So they introduce it like that. And then pretty much in the first like 10 minutes, they completely do away with that. <laughs> they do like they, they introduced this army of clones to kill them off i looked at the the movie and i paused it right here um when i was watching re-watching it because i've seen this obviously before um re-watching it, i stopped it about the time the helicopter's about to crash and it's like the 20 minute mark like this in the first 20 minutes like all the alice clones are dead and they just like get rid of them by Wesker pushing like a uh, one, two, three code into a damn little purge handheld device he has, and he blows them all up. Yeah, and supposedly, a huge... supposedly, from what I was hearing, was that it was supposed to be the last movie was Extinction, but like then they greenlit another one. But still, they could have done way more with this. They didn't even need to have the clones in the beginning of the movie. I mean, they could have had some, but not. All of them, all like, of them, and then and then like, they all like. Uh, well, from my perspective, the biggest thing that I saw was it was in the first twenty minutes when that uh, was the the crash happened, but yet both of them lived, but it didn't really that's, make I that actually, known. Like I actually was, made note of that. It was like it crashed, and at that point, I thought, well, that meant they're dead and then all of a sudden she shows up without a scratch yeah and 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 she still was she wasn't like crazy overpowered but she still could do some stuff that normal people couldn't do but it made it seem like when she got injected that she would lose all of that oh yeah like she didn't have the powers the whole time yeah 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 but yet she still had that's what i was saying because i was like for one how did alice get her and her clone army to japan so unless there was like a c-130 or something inside or one of those transport ships inside the facility in the i'm gonna say it was in nevada because it was in the desert uh an extinction how did she get there one two if she was now human and easily got dispatched by wesker in the in the vehicle 
how did she survive the crash? Unless, unless the the unless it became she became no, more normal over time, but she she did still do some stuff like a normal human can't do. I understand that she was a security officer or head of security or something, especially at the Spencer Mansion and the and the art in the mount in the forest of raccoon city for the first movie. But it gets to the point where she's like, she was kind of OP and uh, this yeah. isn't anything against Alice. Uh, I mean, um, I like the Jovovich, but it's just like, well, is she human now or does she just not have the ESP powers? Like, yeah. What is it? And not only that, one other scene, I don't know. What, what do they call the, and I don't, re- I don't recall because I'm, I'm a fan of the resident evil stuff, but I don't remember every character, the dude with the big ax hammer in things. the fifth game. Yeah. He's and from resident he's evil five ex- executioner. I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that scene where Ali, uh, Claire Redfield slides under him and shoots him with the same shotgun, but, only knocks him down, but Alice shoots him and blows his head off. I'm like, Alice. wait, it's the same gun. So it's it like, was- why didn't she blow his head off? Because they had to have Alice do it, I guess. So that it's kind of like, pissed me off. They should have give. They should have given Claire. They sh- okay. Well, that shot should have done more damage than the one across the freaking room. But I mean, so and I just found it funny that. It was like quarters that was shooting through these well, people. Yeah, too. She made that's that's the main thing for me. Why I, I get why this is the movie that I stopped watching the series on was because I felt stupid watching this movie because I mean, there's like a lot of good action scenes and stuff in here, but they, they wipe away with like a lot of the stuff that they introduced in the first three movies least of all like and it was funny too because i was telling other people about like her landing on the prison so uh, essentially at one point she gets a plane finds claire then they go on a plane and then they're like oh shit they're survivors so let's go to the roof right i was retelling it like uh the plane broke and I was like, I was like, why would she do that? And then I was like, when I rewatched it, I was like, oh shit, it didn't break. I forgot. <laughs> so yeah, like, she's like, it'll it's live. Like, still though, it's like you see survivors there. You have two people in a plane. How, what are you gonna do? You see all of these zombies barricading in the whole thing. Okay, we're just gonna land here. You know. <laughs> And she's yeah, only it's... one person, one person with Claire. And I'm just like, whatever. And then it was like, oh, okay, we're going to shoehorn fucking Chris in. And then they did Chris like a uh, stereotypical, like hero. Like, where it's like, oh, I got to talk like this. And, oh. and I was like, oh my I... God, man. I, I'm, which, uh... which is funny. Cause this is the only resident evil movie that Chris Redfield is in. <laughs> But yet, in this game series, he's in the majority of the games. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like, um, I think he's in the most, like, three or four or something. I know that. Yeah, because he's, yeah, he's in five. Um, I think he's in six. Uh, I know I, he's in I'm, seven I, I and know eight. that he comes in in seven and eight, yeah, but he's more yeah, like a he's shadowy. In seven and eight. He's, like, more and, like a, a boss type of thing. Like a, and he's like in, a of course, boss the first, in the, the FBI game. type thing or CIA or whatever yeah, the system is he, that he's in. 
of the group. He, I mean, yeah, because he's in Resident Evil, Resident Evil Code Veronica. He's in seven and eight. And you know, he's in five, and I think he's also in six because I know some of that storyline deals with Jill in six, I believe. Oh yeah, he's definitely he's in six. Yeah. yeah, because they yeah, had he's like, in six. They had the three or four branching storylines where Chris was with. One of his partners, like, I guess, like, a new guy that they introduced. And then Jill was with, I forgot who she was with in her story. Then it was um, two new people. There was two new guys where it was, like, it sounded like, I think they introduced the guy as, like, either a clone of Wesker or, like, his kid or something. I don't remember for sure, but, like, I'd have to go back into the game, but, like, it's just a weird thing. Like all, I mean, it was cool. Like the story wise, because everything had like a different story and a different vibe to everything. But a game as a whole, it was kind of boring. <laughs> the thing I could say about these, at least, um, like I, I think I said it in previous podcasts related to this, but at least unlike some of these other movies that are based on video games, at least, this one has stuff from the game. Well, I mean, um, they, you know, they have in most, uh, unlike a lot of people from the games and stuff, like in the movies and the whole series, it seems like, or at least the main ones that I've seen so far. It's just, well, yeah, I'm not only, I'm not only talking people, I'm talking even like the enemies or like oh, the, yeah, the like rabbit the dogs that showed up yeah. in this one and the zombies. Like, you know, remember, well, I'm trying to think of the last one we watched that, didn't really tie to the the game at all it was like it was a story probably it would be extinction because yeah the first one's kind of like a prequel because at least it takes place in the mansion from the first game the second one is kind of resident evil two and three thrown together with jill instead of jill leon and claire Uh, and that's just jill and alice different story but same situation resident evil extinction the only game character in that is wesker at the at and he's got that brief part and Claire Redfield and she doesn't mention her search for Chris at all. Yeah. Which is so weird, man. Like you would think, yeah, you would think that that's one of the tie-ins from like most of the games is that they're trying to find each other the whole time. And then they just never like acknowledged it at all. That's mostly why as a whole, I just have always had like issues with the series. I don't mind them being like, okay, okay. like action stuff so, or like, it's just weird. <laughs> yeah. I do want to mention this. Um, Leon was actually supposed to be in this movie uh, with Jen- Jensen Eccles in negotiations for the role. However, it fell through and then a Leon would be in the fifth movie, Retribution. And uh, we'll talk about that's obviously the next film in the series, Retribution, the final chapter, and then Welcome to Raccoon City. Okay, so discussing Resident Evil Afterlife, continuing on, um, we we had a brief technical difficulty, which will be hopefully alleviated with the magic of editing. But um, I don't know where we were left off because I it took us a little brief time. But I do want to point out, I we were ta- I know um, we I think were talking last- about Chris Redfield at, at one point okay, about Jensen Ackles okay, uh, supposedly yeah, playing the- him or something like that, but. Yeah, that was the second attempt, but I will say that. So Leon was actually supposed to be in this movie. Uh, he There was negotiations with Jensen Eccles from Supernatural and Smallville uh, for the role. However, they fell through, 
and then Leon would make his appearance in Resident Evil Five Retribution, um, and then he—that's the only film he's in. He's not in—he's not in the final chapter. Although Claire's in the final chapter, and he's—he's he's in Welcome to Raccoon City, but that's a different continuity, and we'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. Oh, uh, that's the main thing for me uh, about this movie, though. Is like I've uh, like the main thing was I was having a tough time. Uh, why? Like, I mean, certain people were funny in this movie, but then the guy that you knew was gonna betray everyone, and uh, I can't remember his off name, like his actual name, but I just remember him from a Sons of Anarchy. He's plays as one of the characters in Sons of Anarchy. And uh, what's it called? Of course, it was like you knew he was going to betray everybody and then get in the plane and, like, leave. (laughs) It was like just trying to find, like, a reason to do it and stuff like that. It was just like, okay, now they got to explain how they got to get out of the man, like, how they got to get out of the jail and all this stuff. And And then zombies break in underneath the bathroom and so, or, like, yeah, the showers or whatever in the prison. I'm like, uh, they ham-fisted so much shit in here trying to, like, fit plot that I was just like, come on, man. And I understand if they were doing stuff like with the trap at the end with Arcadia and all that stuff, like how it was actually Umbrella doing stuff. But, like, uh, to me, if they would have done, like, a movie about it, it would have been better if they would have explained, like, that the clones were, like, all over the place and this was just one of them. But they were probably trying to be like, oh, well, uh, take the weight out of it like if you know that there's a bunch of clones of her then you're not going to be surprised whenever she dies or like if somebody shoots her or whatever that's mostly what annoyed me about it and like of course but I mean like this whole series has kind of annoyed me all except the first this, and second movies this, really. the timeline in this movie is weird because Resident Evil 3 I think says it's been like 7 years or something since the outbreak Right. It's been some time. It wasn't just, you know, and the world's gone. But this one opens up and this one opens up and then says this. Obviously, this opens up at the beginning of the outbreak in Japan, then says six years later. But it doesn't really give you a time frame of like when that out. Like, yeah, that's the beginning of the outbreak in Japan. But we don't know how soon that was after the initial outbreak from Raccoon City. There's oh, no yeah. timetable. <laughs> yeah, there's they no timetable. Really ta- explain much, and, and then it shows like everything, sand and shit, and extinction. And then when you're going over, like there's scenes of her going somewhere, like oh, there's green trees everywhere and all this shit. Yeah, the, the, I mean, like, the world isn't... It was cool. The world that, didn't dry up and die. Yeah, it was cool it's, how... L- it's still the world. Yeah, it was cool how L.A. was, like, all, like, torn to shreds and stuff like that. But, like, her... Re- and, like, the reasoning to, to me why she went to the jail, like, didn't work for me. Like, some of the characters in there were funny, but, like... The action scenes seem kind of ham-fisted. I like, I like the most, the best thing for me was I liked how she put the coins in the shotgun, uh, shotgun to shoot at the people. Even though that I don't that, yeah. think you would have been able to do that. <laughs> well, I mean, like, actually, but I thought that was cool in the movie. 
I mean, as long as the she just turned them into bullets, like she put them probably in shotgun casings, and then well, that's the only thing that I would, and that's the only way that I would think that she would be able to do that. Maybe not buckshot. I'm just thinking like the coins would be too big to go into the shotgun. That's what I would have thought too. That's what I was thinking. That's why I was like, oh, it looks like a cool shot, but like if they would be able to actually do it in real life, that's another thing. Yeah. Depending upon the gauge, I mean, you know, quarters, I think it would be too big, but nickels, probably not. Well, they were showing, um, like, it was, like, golden coins. So it looked Well, like they showed in one scene it was quarters, though. Yeah, like, really? it's, it's, yeah it's all quarters. Because yeah. uh, she's like, it's a hobby. Um, the only thing I don't get is because this movie takes place 18 months after Resident Evil 3. So she, So the beginning in Japan where she's, like, taking out umbrella that's six months after resident evil three because she's like it's been six months are they someone mentioned six months and then it's six or when she's talking to claire and then it's it was another six months or no she says 18 months but like it was six months yeah it was a crash yeah it was a year after in japan and then it was another six months after it's when they went to alaska in the airplane it was weird because the timeline of these movies don't make sense. They retcon things in the next movie. And then they, you know, like in the third one, the the world's dead. But in this one, it's still snowing, lush greens. The world looks fine. And except for Los Angeles is a smoking smolder of ash and undead. And they don't ever explain where the the executioner comes from. Is he a mutated yeah, was... T-virus? Was he like supposed to be like the nemesis? Did they release him from the ship? Yeah, it just looked but like fan service. That's what it looked like. Yeah, it looked like they're like, service. what can we do a bit different that was in the other movies? Oh, and I agree. Like they, there they, was, huh? There was never any. There was never any payoff, like uh, build up to what was happening. It's like just things were showing up, and so it was like. For me, that's what I noticed, and and I agree. Like when it comes from uh, when you watch Extinction before this one, you would think this one should have come before Extinction. Yeah, um, it, it's just weird because um, I think what I, I do remember some of what Jeremy was talking about before the audio cut out the first time um, when Claire had the shot and it didn't, it just knocked him down. And then she had to stand triumphantly next to Alice while Alice took the shot. I don't think there would have been any issue if Claire got that kill. Because Alice got all the rest of the badass moments. I understand she's the main character. But you're introducing, well, you're not introducing, but you're bringing back a character who's a fan favorite from the game series. Like, people love Claire Redfield. Um they love they love the character. She's my favorite Resident Evil character as well, and to, to not let her get that kill, I think kind of did her character a disservice. Yeah, like, well, that's the and that's what I was taking out of the whole series as a whole is like it seemed like that he was just showing that she was the bad and like Alice was the the strongest out of them all and then they would be like oh well she has to get and take him down you know nobody else could but i mean like if she just like shot his face while doing a slide 
instead of just in his chest, and then that would have been the end part of it, then I think everybody would have been fine. Especially, I don't think it needed the whole huge-ass fucking slow-mo shot of them hitting the pipes of water shooting up, and then her doing the backflip where it definitely looked like it was like a fucking wire flip too because she like flipped all the way over him well all of them did it but i felt like they took inspiration from the matrix in this movie <laughs> yeah that's what it seemed like but they, were a lot even, but they did it with even all the bullet worse. time well the bullet all time the bullet and time. the water the, they did a lot yeah. of the water shots that um the matrix would do and so it was that's what it reminded me of like especially at the beginning with the in japan when that a uh, chick ate off that dude's face or you know went after the dude at the beginning with the water coming down and then slowly dripping off of her face yeah um, the that to me is still the best scene in the movie well, i'm not <laughs> saying it wasn't a good scene but but they had numerous or a number of them that yeah, were like that, that. like it yeah like almost that. every fight scene they did some type of slow-mo yeah and, and like the they funny did, thing was, kind of annoying it felt like when the zombies when she was going off of the uh top of the building it felt like fucking die hard when and like just all except for like you know the initial jump throwing the grenades or whatever out and blowing up the shit like that wasn't so like it was kind of like a diehard and then it went straight into like hey i'm not gonna have an issue at all jumping off of like a how many stories was it probably like i don't know 20 story building or some shit like however high the fucking gel was ride all the way down with no issues and then be able to like slide down and like shoot out more zombies on the way down. Sure, like it looks like a cool scene, but is it though? I don't know. Like that's why I say a lot of these scenes in this movie just seems like it was just there for just to be there or to be like, hey, she looks so cool. Doesn't this look cool? But yeah. they do the implementation fu- didn't work for me. And I fully agree with how they introduced the executioner character. It's like he just showed up. It would have been nice, like you guys said, with the nemesis where they kinda explained how he came to be. It's like it would be nice to see how all of these even the dogs and stuff like that, it would be nice to see how they I mean, I guess it's assumed that they got infected with the virus and that's what they turned into, but it would be nice to see like a turn. Yeah. Like I'm wondering, I mean, it's not like this. It's not like the movie was that long. It was only an hour and 36 minutes or something like that, or an hour and 37 minutes. Well, I'm wondering if they were trying to do like, where it's like, I guess that's the payoff at the end was knowing that Wesker was there, but it was like anybody that's played the games would know that he would have survived that plane crash. Right. And especially how they set up the beginning oh oh, wouldn't you be surprised that he would be the big bad in the movie and then well yeah he's because he's the big bad in the the series the the series as a whole he's the big bad and then ada wong is kind of like she's kind of like an anti-hero in it where she's just like i think she plays as like a different uh like uh for a different corporation right trying to get the same shit or something that's like yeah, she's, she's like, she's just, uh, but she's like a bad yeah, guy, but a... then she does like 
redeemable things throughout the series, kind of. Well, yeah, and it's amazing to me that he survived the explosion in this, even. You see the parachute in the background. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, really? Well, yeah. that's, that's why I unless, said, like, unless he ju- it was just so much bullshit throughout the whole movie that I was just like, good God. Really? Well, I guess he's just, just immortal. Thing? I mean, because he yeah. took a gunshot, two gunshots to the face. Um, he survived a plane crash and a blown up helicopter. Yeah, yeah all like in the a, same movie. Yeah, like yeah. well, supposedly Which in the it, game, it's six months. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's game, what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like <laughs> there's no recuperation. You know, he's just fine afterwards. Yeah, like what's it called? Isn't in the game like he was uh, like because I know that the fight scene at the end was kind of like it was like a version of the Code Veronica fight. It was part Code but, Veronica, part Resident Evil 5 fight. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, but like, I know that Wesker in the games is supposed to be super overpowered anyway, where his regeneration uh, stuff for it is high. But like, they don't tell that in this movie. They just show like, oh yeah, we shoot him and then like he well, just he keeps does... on being alive. There's no He says I'm better why. than you. So... Yeah. He he basically did to himself what Alice did to her what they did to Alice, except Alice bonded with the T virus, whereas Wesker did, but not to the extent that Alice did. Which, and I was actually looking something up while y'all were talking, and this is because this is something that kind of ate at me during the movie. And don't get me wrong, I actually like these films, but I also know that they're not the greatest. They're they're kind of, yeah they're flawed they're they're schlock and it's okay because you can like schlock but I was looking it up and I, they're in a major penitentiary a max a maximum security prison right in what looks to be downtown Los Angeles because you got all the skyscrapers and you see a bunch of city right and I'm looking and I'm looking in a map of uh, Los Angeles on Google as we talk, because this is something that bothered me when I was watching the movie. Would there really be a prison that close to downtown Los Angeles? More than likely, and, probably not. <laughs> and I'm like, I see uh central jail. I see, which is near the sheriff, the sheriff's office. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, the deten- I see some detention centers. Yeah. Jails, I, wouldn't, prisons would not be in downtown LA. Yeah. The, the yeah, prisons would be like out in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Like, so yeah, like, a supermax like, too. Like, there's like a city jail in Glendale, but that's not something we would have seen in the movie because that movie was literally a suit, like a Mac, like a maximum yeah, security. Like, prison. Yeah. It looks a like a, either a maximum security prison or like a supermax. So that's what I'm yeah. saying. If anything would be more protected, from you to get away from zombies, it would probably be a prison. Like, yeah, and, and like which is what they do also so, in The Walking like, Dead. Yeah, like, and now you surviving, but like being able to have the food, that's another story. But like surviving, you would probably have better chance to be in a prison than you would like at a fucking shopping mall or some shit. Yeah, but that's, that's I'm, why I'm, I said like it, it's stupid. To her having a two-person plane landed on a prison because you see survivors there, but then there's like 
Because the uh, the picture that they show, it looks like there's like millions of fucking zombies out front of the building. And it's like, okay, you you're trying to tell me that all these zombies know that all these survivors are in there. There's only like what, like eight or nine survivors in the whole thing. I think. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really weird because okay, so I, there is one prison in Los Angeles County, and it is. 75.3 miles via California road, uh, California probably state road 14 North. And it's an hour and 16 minutes away from, I just Google Los Angeles. So it'd probably put you somewhere downtown or in the middle of the city that it's an hour and 16 minutes away. So there, and, and I'm trying, and, and, and yeah, I know I'm trying to interject logic in a movie where the, where the, the premise of the movie is logic be damned, but <laughs> but I mean, if you can't have a prison, there's the Los Angeles County Museum of Art that's downtown Los Angeles. I mean, there's stuff you could do. I mean, there's LAX over by the coast. Well, I think that's like, one reason why I don't like Paul WSA Anderson movies all that much. There's only like a few that I like from him. And well, I mean, and I um, think it's because like he does shit like this where it's like he sits there and he has an idea where he sits there and is like oh what if we do something in a prison you know and then he like works around the story to fit like oh okay what if like it was in LA or some shit and then it just doesn't even have anything to do with it it's just hey it's a prison out in LA or whatever well yeah, yeah I mean well I mean it kind of is in the desert so well, the funny thing is, is they, you know, and I don't mean to cut you off, Joe, but this thing was filmed in Canada, right? I mean, so why not say it was Canada and then, you know, say the prison was was a library that was converted into a prison? I mean, you could make it to where it ties into where they pulled the items from because people, there are some people that would watch it and go, wait, that's Robert's robert's library is what they're portraying as the prison or that's the inside of leslie dan faculty of pharmacy not umbrella corporation you know they could they could do things like that i never see movies really do that which i'm kind of surprised they don't is interject some type of um reality into their filming especially if they're using actual places for it you know, I mean, it's yeah. Instead of building sets or whatever, yeah. Well, building sets or doing CGI, like I get a bit. A lot of the Marvel stuff is CGI, like they're on a set, but the backgrounds are all like kind of. Yeah, the you know. uh, you. I mean, you could tell the background. Of this movie was CGI, but also the um, the only movie that I know did something kind of like what you're suggesting was the Dragnet movie, and it did something with the Griffith Observatory. I think it was something different than what it was, or they referred to it as the observatory, but there was something else going on there. I think, but like, I think that's the only thing that they've used for something different. Um, yeah. Because normally what you see is that they, you know, like a, ver- a good, a good example is probably national treasure, right? Where they go into specific places and they're actually referring to those actual places they're going into and that, that type of thing. But in terms of just using a building for the purposes of something else, it's not like they can't do that. Like, 
where they, especially in a time where it's kind of an apocalyptic thing where um, yeah. everything was destroyed, yeah, they're going to have to make a makeshift thing. Yeah, they would be and, able to make something out of like a certain place. Like that's the main thing with like uh, Walking Dead that did well where, where they did like the CDC building and shit. And like one of the episodes where they were like, they did a whole like arc at the end of the first season where it was at the CDC building where they were talking about like the, uh, and trying to figure out like how to stop the virus and shit, like certain things. But I mean, that's the main problem that I have with the movie as a whole is that he, uh, I just don't like, it's just like, Hey, it's an action movie, but, told in like the resident evil thing and i think that's what the new show is like too i've only seen like one episode and i don't know i don't know if i really like it or not because it's like uh, it's told like 40 years after or whatever after like all this shit goes down like in raccoon city and stuff and it was like okay you uh, uh it's just like a whole bunch of problems it seems like but with yeah, they. But I mean, this was I, the beginning where I was just like, okay, this makes me feel dumb, and I'm gonna stop watching these as a whole now. <laughs> I mean, I finished the series because I saw Red. The only movie, only one of these I didn't see in theaters was the last movie. I actually and, thought that at first that I watched Retribution afterwards, but I was thinking that Retribution was before Afterlife. So, like when I saw the trailer, I was like. I don't even, I didn't even know that this one existed. Because, <laughs> like, because like, Resident Evil 2, 3, or I'm not sorry, 2 and 3, 3, 4, and 5 are kind of like, they take, they are the only ones that are kind of quasi-connected. Um, as far as, like, you know, kind of like a trilogy as, because Resident Evil 3 ends with them going to Arcadia. It picks up later with the clones and the blah, 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 meet up with Claire. Did y'all notice how Claire was dirty and nasty? But yet when they were in the plane flying to Los Angeles, that that she was she was clean, beautiful, hair brushed, makeup on. She was wearing lipstick. I mean, Allie Larder's. Obviously, you, know. you like Allie Larder. You're just like, yeah, yeah uh, pay attention to that. She looked like crap before. But I think they were trying well, to do it like that. Oh, that, you didn't when, know when that, that movie was there or something at first or something when, like when, that. But when, still. when that movie came out, I had like a huge crush on Allie Larder. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I still think she's a beautiful woman. Well, the funny thing is, crush. yeah, well, the funny thing is with Allie Larder, and I saw it in this movie, she has looks she gives all the time. Like, there's certain things that, like, a look that she gives people when she's, like, looking at them. It's like a, go back and watch, like, Varsity Blues or, or Heroes, even. When when she talks and she looks at somebody, there's a specific thing. I can't really explain I, it. I know what you're talking but, about. <laughs> but <laughs> there's a look that she has that she does all the time. And it, it's hilarious that... You know it's her just based on the fact that she does that look constantly. Yeah. It's kind of the there's same. like something she does. Kind of she, the there's something she does. Oh, there's something she does. No, sorry. There's something she does with her lips. And anyways, I, I know that sounds like I'm going too deep into her, but it's it's and that didn't sound right. But um, something to do with her lips. Yeah. Yeah. 
But uh, what's it called? It kind of reminds me of Kristen Stewart, how she always looked brooding all the time. Same with uh, Robert Pattinson. He always does like this off, off the into the distance, like brooding look a lot. Even well, in the Batman, he did now. that too. And like he was, well, he's like, vengeance mm, now. I'm sad, but look at me. I'm powerful. I'm vengeance. I'm vengeance. He's vengeance now. He's not sad. He's vengeance. <laughs> Hold on. Let me take the venom. I mean, adrenaline. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I, I mean, I, I, I definitely think this one was better than extinction. And, um, I actually like some parts of resident evil five, which is the one we're going to talk about next time. Um, I, I kept waiting for the little weenie guy to die the producer i can't remember his name uh the only the only character outside of alice and claire that i remember the name to is luther well obviously chris redfield too See, you're not talking about luther. the asian luther. guy are you but no i actually liked the asian guy i was so sad when he okay. like got oh you're talking about at the very end the guy that yeah, um the, the yeah produce, the, the producer yeah the guy that's and, a bad guy in a lot of fucking fucking things yeah but um I, I was waiting for him to die i'm like hurry up and kill this dude and he's so annoying. Why Kim Coates. The- yeah. Is that who it was? Kim Coates. Yeah, yeah that's the dude that's in Sons of Anarchy. I forgot his name on the thing, though. But like, I, his name but like, on I the liked, show. I like Luther. Um, I'm, I, we'll talk about what happens to him in Resident Evil 5 when we yeah, do it I next rem- time. I remember Kim Coates from Bad Boys. That's what I remember oh, yeah, him from. Oh, yeah, shit, he was in Bad Boys, I too. I forgot about yeah. that. I mean... I've seen Bad Boys, but I couldn't tell you anything else he was in. That and Last Boy Scout. <laughs> I remember him from that, too. Wait, was he Milo in The Last Boy Scout? I think in most of his movies, he was always, like, a bad guy. I don't think he's, yeah, he's ever always, been portrayed yeah. as, like, a good person. He was Chet in Last Boy Scout. Chet. Okay. Like, always, like a, and, like, why does it seem like the dude that is named in <laughs> movies called Chet is always a dick? <laughs> You mean like weird science? Yeah, like every wasn't his name in a damn movie? Yeah, is a it was Chet. It wasn't like Bill, Bill Paxton or something. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Every yeah. time I've seen a movie where like a dude's name's Chet, he's always like a fucking asshole. He's just like fuck. You it need was... to get your ass beat, fucking Chet. He he was um this. I mean, I guess he was wormy, and I wanted him to die. So I guess he does a really good role job with his role my problem with this movie is the dialogue like in some of the cgi and the special effects which i don't know there's a lot special. there's a lot of bad cgi it, in this movie a lot of the talking yeah, i don't really I'm like it. that's what i'm saying chris redfield to me sounded like ham-fisted like every action hero from the 80s <laughs> Claire, yeah. I'm your brother Chris, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say our last name. So that way you might know, know you're not gonna know who, who I am because you, until I the end of the movie. Media, and then oh shit! It's and like when we and when you find out at the brother. end of the movie, <laughs> at the end of the movie, we're gonna fight Wesker um, for because some reason we have beef with him now too. Hold on, and then I'm even gonna, though, and then she's I, gonna remember you, halfway. I don't have beef with him. She's gonna remember halfway through. That he's the bad guy. He was the one who set it all in motion. <laughs> Chris is the bad guy. No, I'm thinking about the first movie. Now I'm trying to like say that Chris is gonna I, be the bad guy that threw the T virus in the thing. Uh, so like, so like on Chris Redfield, 
and and I know a way out oh, of this now prison. Now you're starting to sound like Batman. Just <laughs> where are, where are they? Where are they? Where are they? <laughs> Swear to me, I'm Chris Redfield. Where the Batman mask now? I'll get you, Wesker. Where where are they? I'm, where are they, Wesker? I'm vengeance. I'm vengeance, Wesker, and I'm gonna get you. And then it was funny how Kmart was in there. Right at and the end of the no, movie, and then she, she didn't really no say anything. She didn't really she say anything no in the the movie prior, but it was just like, oh, who was left over from the last movie that is alive? Okay, put her in the fucking tank. That's what it Kmart, seemed like to me. Pretty much, pretty much, Kmart was it. And then and it I was funny they... too that they just instantly put Claire and Chris in the fucking pods, right? And then when and then she's releasing them, and then they have pictures of them. <laughs> <laughs> they already have pictures. It would have been like, like, hey, when you... one B and one, like one A and one B. No, we got to have like pictures that we set up like it, right pic- as soon as we get them in there. Pictures and names already. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, okay, I understand you're an evil corporation, but do you still have access to your like hey, da- home based hey, data. When they I mean, bring I you down, they already do all that stuff. Like take your blood, so, take your picture when it's going down. Like you know that time when it's driving down into the ground. That's when they're taking the pictures yeah. and shit. You know, no, well that Kmart person. Info. That's where I got I got lost with that person because I was like when they went in and they rescued that person. Oh, yeah. I didn't know who the hell she You're was. Like who the fuck yeah, is this? Was, it's mostly was, because in the third movie she was like just an added person. So it wasn't yeah. like if uh, I think it would have been a more impactful thing if it was Mike Epps' character in there. Like if he well, survived he died. or Oded Fair's character. No, I mean like well, he if they too. didn't have them <laughs> die in this. No, I mean like I'm just saying I know that they killed him off, but if they would have killed off Kmart, nobody would have gave a shit. And then if more they impactful had, would have had their this movie. in there, it would have been more, more impactful. It, People would have been like, Oh shit, it's them because they actually like yeah, them characters. I, well I think, I think- I think more impactful would have had, and I said it before, this one before Extinction. Oh, like, like they after like, first and then Extinction? Yeah, like they literally at the end of this one could have done something to like blow something up. And then yeah. all of a sudden, oh, yeah, the next up, one like, there. The reason why yeah. it's like that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because they were all on a fucking boat. It's not like they could, you know, they could have gotten rid of everybody. You know, um, for the most part, with only a few being around still, and then like set a big bomb off, like instead of blowing up the helicopter, really blowing up the base that took out the whole city, and then then the next movie would have been like nothing being around and them being, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it just seems like timing would have worked out. This one, like you guys said before, it was like we went from being nothing to something and, and they could attack in a short the period fucking, of time they could have explained it like it was a prequel and then afterwards it showed like them sending out all the clones like instead of like just wiping them out at the beginning then it was like oh this time later and then it's like them trying to take down all the umbrella uh places in the meantime but that's why i was saying like once they killed off all the clones i was like up i'm over this movie now (laughs) this 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 
the they could have done so much more like this is the first one where paul ws anderson came back and wrote and directed and then he finished the series but this one they could have done a lot with the only the only really good character in this movie that i like like new character wise was i did like luther and i was really glad he survived at the end because i was like damn it when i thought he died oh yeah obviously like i was like the one good character that i thought was cool in this whole like and and it's sad to say because i didn't care for chris at all the dude that like i like the dude that plays him but like the The dude from prison break yeah yeah like and he was uh captain cold on the flash Wentworth Miller. Yeah, like you fucking what the fuck, man? I swear that this movie just killed me when they did certain moves uh, points as certain points in this movie. I was just like, oh, it's over it. So that's why I said, like, uh, like it was very content, uh, contentious for me to be like, oh yeah, I get to talk about this movie again. I watched it the one time and I was like, I ain't watching the other ones. And that's pretty much what I did. Now I get to watch the other ones and then find out how awful they are compared. I mean, you never know. I might actually like them better, but. <laughs> well, but I don't think you'll one, like the final chapter. I just absolutely hated it. It's mostly because it made me feel dumb for even watching it. Because I was, I, my problem is, is that I was hoping too much out of it. Right. Like I was hoping that they would have explained more or something where it just felt like another horror movie to me. It was just insert Resident Evil here. It wasn't like they actually tried to do something. And like, that's the main thing for me is knowing that it was like a horror movie, but with tacked on zombies from the games. And I was just like, okay, now, uh, now I don't need to watch the rest of them. If this you is know, the direction uh, that they're going to go, I don't really care to watch them. Yeah, and the funny thing is, you know, and I've said this in the past about stuff, and I'm going to kind of digress a little bit and what we're talking about, well, kind of, I guess, but I've never understood, and I've said this for a long time, like there's certain things that I think are are built for certain genres, and I think for the most part, there's a lot of video games that aren't well suited for live action. Um, and I think Mortal Kombat's one that's suited for live action because pretty much everybody is, you know, they're fighting for one, but two, they're mostly all human for the most part. I mean, there are a few that aren't. But they're like mutiny type or mutant type people, you know, like, like Goro and stuff like that. But like this movie, you've got a few humans. Then the most, I mean, they're humans, but they're zombies or they're some other type of creature. What I'm getting at is that I feel I never understood why we don't or why studios with the 3D animation capabilities that we have why a lot of these aren't made in uh, 3d animation because you could do all types of stuff with them and we you know we do in these games we have these cutscenes that are incredible in a lot of these but yet we make these movies that are live action with character with actors that really don't tie to what the character originally looked like but yet you can make the character look like anything in 3d animation well, they have um, they they actually have some 3D re- CGI Resident Evil movies that are actually decent. 
Um, one actually has Claire and Leon in it together. It's oh. it's like yeah, degeneration, I think, is what it's called. Oh, I get that, but they're like they're not mainstream. I'm just you know, it's like I yeah, remember like they don't like, a few years ago. The- in theaters or I, nothing the only one that i've ever seen was a final fantasy i think it was spirits within or spirits there was oh, a yeah, it's like final fantasy within or something like that yeah that yeah. movie was terrible <laughs> but i mean but it's that was the only one that i've ever seen that actually went to a theater and then you've got like alita battle angels a good example of what i think they could do if you combine the two like we can get so realistic now with stuff that you can, and like I've I've thought like you know me and Josh have been playing through like the Dark Souls games and stuff, and I, you know we can you can I, I just am shocked that studios haven't with all the 3D animated movies that we come out with we gear them towards kids, and I'm like why don't we why don't they develop these ones that for all these video game fans that instead of just having a game that's cutscenes where you play through it, you could have a damn movie that does the same thing. And, you know, you're, you know, in the movie, these, the, the characters are, uh, fighting these big ass bosses, just like in the games. It's just, it's just, and like I said, I was kind of cutting, but it's like resident evil. I, I see that being a better Avenue but they didn't yeah but they never use that and i and i'm just not sure why i i guess the marketing they've seen may not call for it but i just don't know if they really truly know how it would be received at this point i i think if they're going to do a resident evil game what they really need to do it as is it needs to be an actual adaptation of the games and not, and not this, like, let's create an original story. I think it needs to be, they need to actually adapt the games and they, they kind of do this with, um, welcome to raccoon city with raccoon yeah. city. And, Which and we'll, we'll talk we'll get about to that, that more in depth. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about it in more. Like in depth. three more episodes, I think, right? Yeah, it's 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 the uh the next episode we're gonna do is Yeah, we're doing is, Retribution uh, next, and then it's the final chapter, then we got Welcome to Raccoon City, I think. Yeah, it's gonna be Retribution, the final chapter, then Welcome to Raccoon City. The uh the thing that like they need to actually just do an adaptation of the game. Do Resident Evil and put it in the Spencer Mansion. Do Resident Evil 2. Because Re- Resident Evil 2, the game, takes place about um, two months later in time. From the um, well, that's the main thing for me is that I think if they would have like if they would have made these. Yeah, uh, if you're trying to tell like a story that's kind of in the same universe, like it would have been better implemented if, uh, let's say that they did, like the show. I think the show would be better if they did it at the same time as the Raccoon City stuff. 
if you're kind of trying to develop newer characters, you tell them from that perspective where they're experiencing, like, say that they're experiencing stuff where they're showing, like, the evidence from Raccoon City or, like, the blowback from Raccoon City, and then, like, slowly but surely, uh, shit going haywire with these characters, and then eventually meeting up with said characters from the game. That way they're not, like, retelling the same story, but, like, that way you're uh, experiencing the the games through different eyes like you're the people like the main characters you're going through them but you're still seeing it like portrayed to an honest represent representation of like leon and claire and chris like they could go to all the other places that they've been to trying to figure and like you could explain like certain reasons why they would go to those certain places or whatever. That way you could tell different stories that fit for the show, but then have the same kind of lead in where like eventually you meet the other characters and it tells different stories with them characters in there where they float in and out of episodes where it doesn't feel like it's forced where this one, where it seems like, okay, the, the games don't even matter in this movie. It's just the story that he handpicked to put in it. But that's what I think would work best, especially if you're trying to be like a director where you're trying to adapt the series as a whole. Like, it would be cool if they took everything from the Spencer Mansion and told that into, like, a movie or whatever, but would they do anything it's like the same thing goes for like if you make a remake of a movie from like the 1970s or whatever what are you gonna do different that's gonna make it better or like stand out as its own thing that's gonna be different from the games well, and that's, and that's what I was saying, me. you know, and that's kind of where I was getting at, too, was that they can consult with the game studios, you know, the ones that do, like Capcom, for instance, and go, hey, do you guys have any ideas you're not going to or did you have an idea that you were going to make into a Resident Evil game that you didn't? And, you know, because, you know, there's pitches that they go with and they don't go with all of them i guarantee you like resident evil village wasn't the only option they had uh when they made that game right and so that type of stuff i mean they could even go that way because they haven't even entered you know they didn't introduce a guy from the, the guy from that movie um or that game oh, uh, into anything well, yeah i think it's I mean, mostly because these movies happen like after or like before they even introduced ethan winters well, I mean, I mean, any game, though, I'm always amazed that we only get a, few, a certain few. Like, can you imagine them making a game like Elden or making a movie like Elden Ring? They could do it. I mean, it's it's like you don't even have to have the same people. You could just design one around the same kind of concept, <laughs> which it's just kind of like Lord of the Rings. But, you know, it's without dwarfs but uh but it's um or without hobbits i guess i should say but 
there are ways to do it. I'm just surprised that we don't see more, uh, more or a good amount of it because the storylines that come out of some of these games are better than some of the yeah. movies that are made. Well, that's the main thing. Okay, like, you know, then we're on the topic of video game <laughs> movies. I uh, might as well mention, like, I just watched Uncharted like a week ago or something like that. And that's when, like, I noticed that I guess PlayStation had a hand in it. And I think that's why it's different was that that's when video game movies were done right, was when I watched Uncharted, it it felt like the other games. Like, it felt like a combination of the third and the fourth games, Drake's Deception and A Thief's End, somewhat. Because they take some beats out of each game, and then they put it in the movie, really. But it essentially told its own story. Like, some of the people, some of the characters were different, uh, than in the games and stuff, but all the Uncharted games were like kind of like movies, and I think that's what set them apart from most other games, and why they were a hit was because they were told like they were portrayed kind of like movies. So that's when it was done right, and they made a story that had some of the beats from the other games in it, and made a, a totally different story out of it. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just surprised. I mean, the, but it doesn't happen more often. I know they made the Halo series on Paramount Plus, which, or whatever. I don't know. I've I've heard very mixed things on the Halo series. I've heard I've heard mixed things on it too because I've heard it's good. But I heard it it doesn't really follow the story of any of the games. Like, but, but that's, I think, where they make the mistake. That's where I was getting at, was that I think if they consulted the studios more in terms of when they make these things. like Oh, if they had, like, a Kevin Feige character where you would sit yeah, there and it's be like, like, this is what you should do. <laughs> well, yeah, because, like, Game of Thrones was kind of the same thing. Like, they had the author of the books somewhat consulting on it and you know when they have that you know when they just have a director go out and they make a movie based on a game just because they like it it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be good because they have their their way of doing things michael bay with transformers the effects were great but you could tell it was they were all michael bay movies because he just has a way of making movies right so it's like Take the rock and put robots in it. That's Transformers. I mean, so, or, you know, and that type of thing. But anyways, I didn't mean to digress, but I was just kind of pointing out why Resident Evil, to me, I like the homages to homages, or however you say it, to, to the stuff in the game. But the flow, yeah, but the flow of the movies, besides the first one, have not been good at all. Like, just the overall flow of the movies. And that's because the first one is the one that's most like the the game. Yeah, the, the, the game is the game itself flows like a like a movie. Yeah, story wise. Yeah, and a lot of games do. That's why I'm always surprised that they don't make more movies based on games. Because literally, um, I remember a conversation I had with my dad years ago, uh, with our dad uh, years ago, talking about comic books that you know. And this was before they were making a lot of movies on comic books, but we talked about the fact that, you know, and games are kind of the same way and that comics, you can just continue making stuff because you can just make it up as you go. 
So if somebody dies, you can bring them back however you want to. I mean, you know, it's so it's like it's not you can reboot it because there's a different universe, and they're kind of doing that right now with Marvel. So it's like, you know, did Iron Man really die? Uh, maybe, but they're kind of pointing to even that not happening, or it happened in one universe, but he may be alive in another one. So they don't point to the universe that they actually went back to in Doctor Strange. That's another part that I uh, <laughs> that I talk about. So, you know, he went back to one, but which one did he go back to? I mean, so um, anyhow, I don't mean to, I didn't mean to, uh, yeah, at the very end, yeah, we always, we always do, but. It was just a thought that I had in relation to Resident Evil, though. Like, we we talk about the let it die or, uh, re, you know, that type of stuff. And I feel like the series, then they won't make another one. But I think a way to, well, I say that, and then they made the Welcome to Raccoon City, but it's not really in the same realm. But uh, they could reboot it and do it a different way. And so, anyhow. I think they need... I think they need to uh, do Resident Evil deserves to be done right. And, and, and this is kind of jumping the gun with welcome to Raccoon city, but I've yet to see it done right. Like the series, I I tried watching the first episode and I found myself rooting for the main character to die because she kept doing stupid stuff at the beginning. It's like, it's like, no, she's an idiot. Let her die. And I was watching Phelous, um, a YouTuber point some stuff out and i'm like he's right because like he talked about the whole first season and i'm like i was gonna give it a shot um but like now i'm like i don't even know if i want to see the main thing that i was thinking of like how we're relating this from comic books and everything else was mostly the the sandman comic that just uh released as the show on netflix that's when you like and you could tell with that show from like and you could tell that they cared about the source material and then also at the same time you could tell that there's a difference because they couldn't do this shit like 20 years ago or even 10 years ago with all the because it's mostly all cgi in the in the movie or like in the show it's like pretty much 90 percent like cgi with what they have to tell in this the story so it's like that's when you could tell that like and i think that they were talking about that it was like they didn't think that they would ever adapt it and it's like it seems like there's a lot of series or like tv shows or like comics or whatever that they say that they just could never like adapt or they didn't know if they would ever be able to like fully adapt and it makes sense but like that's one show. I'm like, if they cared as much until the details and stuff like they did with that one, it would be like everything. I wouldn't have anything to hate on, on these Resident Evil movies. Like that's the main thing to me. And they, they just feel like horror movies to me right now. Just insert Resident Evil. <laughs> they don't really feel like even horror movies to me. Cause they're not, oh, they don't feel like horror movies for me at all. Uh, I'm just and saying because, like, I, I throw in, like, uh, zombies as, like, a horror a staple, really. So that's why I say horror movies. It's just, like, anytime, whenever, like, 
uh, a bunch of like zombies go after people. That's the only reason why I say it like a horror movie. But like, even though that it's more action oriented than it is, it kind of reminds me as like I'm wondering if the Resident Evil Five and Six got their reasoning why they did to more action oriented stuff off of the movies because they were making so much money off of the movies because I don't think that any of them didn't make money. Right. Um, I think, yeah. Cause even the last one was like made over $300 million, uh, at the box office. So, I mean, that could have been, uh, associated to it because I mean, you saw like, because, uh, what's it called? Five and number six were like, more action oriented ver- versions of it anyway like i talk about all the time about chris redfield punching a boulder <laughs> get the fuck out I of think my they way did that. boulder i think they do that on purpose though because they were trying to um they were trying to change the um i think they were just trying to make changes to the resident evil series at that point too. I mean, you never know. I mean, like I don't I mean, you never really know like the the reasoning on a lot of these people like why they change stuff, you know? I just say like from uh I don't know. To me, I just like as a whole, I would just skip this movie. But I mean, like if you've watched the other ones, you could always watch it once, but you'll probably just end up being disappointed. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is the first time I've watched any of these, so if that tells you anything. But that's just me and my personal preference for movies. But um, watching the other ones, like I probably would have in my normal life if we weren't reviewing these for the podcast. After the first one, I may not have watched any of the other ones at this point. Um, Just from my personal, my, my personal liking. That's just my personal preference. So, but I'll continue watching these for the sake of our podcast, and um, yep. Give well, my just opinion. Up saying all. like worst things on these next upcoming movies. Yeah, the, yeah. The next one will probably be an hour of. Um, uh, the next one, there's some stuff in it I really didn't care for, but I do think that I do think that these movies were like i do think that this one was literally a step up from resident evil 3 and i'm not saying it was a great step up but i think it was a great i think it was um i think it was better but this this is like I have like a theory on sequels, and it's kind of like I, it's like this my theory because of the Superman movies. Um, Superman the first movie is like really good. Um, this I, I attribute this to superhero movies, but I think it works with the Resident Evil series. It's like it's like Res- Superman the first Superman movie was really good. Superman two was also pretty good superman 3 eh, not so good and superman 4 you're 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 literally at the point of like what were they thinking and 
and that's my theory of all sequels. It, it, I think it carried over into the Spider-Man franchise with Spider-Man's one, two, and three. And it's just, um, it's just something I think, unfortunately, it's just something that the way it is, I think it's just, I think movies, um, they just, it's kind of like the law of diminishing returns. It's just, they run out of steam and the sequels get worse and worse. And I feel bad for saying something like this, but I think this is something that's how things are with the resident evil series. I just, I don't understand why with such something that would be such a great, a great premise with a great backstory with lots of characters. Like by the time that this movie rolled out, the series was like 10 years old, over 10 years old because the first game came out in like 97. So there was stuff that they could have done. There was backstory. There was Resident Evil five was already out. So like they had this whole thing, Resident Evil four that dealt with something other than the T viruses out. And I just, I'm not going to say that this movie should be like, let it die. But I really think that it's a, it's a sign of how, how it just feels like, I don't think they got, they got it. And I just, I feel bad for that because I feel like there's like people should care. And I just feel like some people didn't care. Like, I'm not saying that I hate Paul W.S. Anderson. I'm not saying that I love him. I just wish that some of the choices he made were a little bit better. I would say let it die. I'm, let it die. You would say let it die. I never made it. No. <laughs> I would agree. The, the biggest thing is, like I said, I think the whole series needs to be rebooted. Yep. I think it and does it too. doesn't need to be the show either. Uh, the way that it's going. I'm still I'm still going to watch it and find out if it's any good or not. I mean, it's probably not going to be like the Sandman show. I love the Sandman show. So uh, probably ain't going to be like that, but I'm open to trying to find out if what my opinion is on it. I just I'm don't curious think that about the Sandman show. Oh, it was so good, man. Probably, it was so good. I heard it was good. They, they, but there's like scenes in it that were just pulled straight out of the comic. I'm just saying, like, because I mean, I've only seen or uh, looked at some of the pages out of the Sandman like comic book because it was not like I don't think I ever read it when I was younger. But like, I remember scenes or seeing pictures out of it. And then you see the stuff in the show, and I'm like, oh. I was like, they they did sh- just such a good job, like implementing the uh, it's from the comic to the the screen. That's why I said it's probably one of the best adaptations that I've seen in a while, from like comic books. I mean, other than Marvel stuff, of course. Like, but like. Yeah, I don't know. It was just really good. I I enjoyed the whole thing, and I'm intrigued with where they go from here. I just think they should have just let this series rest in peace, like, uh, like end it on a high note. But they kept going, and it makes me sad because I really like Resident Evil. I was so excited when the first movie came out. Like they had the poster contest, like. It was just Paul W. W. S. Anderson sucks. 
I shouldn't say sucks, I mean, he, but I well, can't he, direct. I mean, he did event Horizon, so well, I mean, I'm saying. I can't say that he that sucks. Bad. I mean, like, I'm just saying. Well, like, he did Soldier too, and but he did all. Uh, he also did Alien versus Predator, That's and he what did. I'm saying he didn't do a bunch of bad oh. films. I'm just saying most of the Resident Evil films he didn't need to do. Cool. Yeah, I mean, he did the first uh, Mortal Kombat, so I mean. That, that's what, yeah, I'm, that's that's actually, what I'm saying. I can't that's say what, that but, I hate any of them, unlike all of them, because I love the first Mortal Kombat movie. Well, and one of the ones that I actually liked, I didn't realize he made, was Three Musketeers back in 2011. Did, which one? The oh, remake yeah, he did one? that one. Yeah, yeah um, that's the one he did with uh, his uh, wife. Oh, okay. That Billy one's in that bad, yeah. One. I yeah. never saw that one. I can't I was so Yeah, I was surprised that he made that one, though. Yeah. Uh, some of these other ones, though, that I looked at, I'm not shocked. Yeah, you know, like uh, Death Race or uh, I mean Monster I, Hunter. I, I mean, uh, <laughs> I like the I like the Death Race movie, but I mean that's the Jason I mean, Statham right one. I mean, yeah, yeah, I yeah, like I mean, that not, one. I, I wouldn't say anything a, not, about the other ones in the franchise, but I don't even know about Monster Hunter if that's even good or not either. Well, that's what I'm saying, but Mila Jovovich is in that one, too. So, I mean, it's yeah. like, I guess he's he just... He movie starring... Yeah. He's like Guy Ritchie when he was married to Madonna. It kind of reminds me of Rob Zombie movies, because every Rob Zombie movie he has, he has to have Sherry Moon Zombie in it. Like, every single he, one. His, I guess his goal is to make her a star, but... No, well, they all I do that, because I think... Weissman, was... when he was married to Kate Beckinsale, he, that was the underworld stuff. And I think he that wasn't all the movies he made, but... Um, I think sometimes they just sit there and they're like, hey, we're, we got some work. How about we just put you in this thing or something? I don't know exactly why they come up with it, but like, you know. And, and I'm not even... I don't really have anything against Milo Jovovich. I mean, I... No, I, think, I love her I, in Fifth Element and, and some of the movies that she was in. And, that, and shoot, I even like her in Hellboy, and a lot of people hate Hellboy, like the remake. I liked her in the. I liked her in the movie Cuffs. I didn't realize how young she was when she made that movie because I just found that out recently. But I liked her in Cuffs, even though I had no idea who she was. I liked her in. You know, I liked her in the first couple Resident Evil movies. I don't even really hate her in the series. I, think, I really I don't think, blame her. I just don't care for... It's, I don't think I care for Paul W.S. Anderson's writing. Maybe it's just, maybe it's just maybe Paul it's W.S. Anderson. a combination of his writing for. and directing. I don't know exactly what it is, but when I started watching him in these movies, I was just like, I don't like him. Like, uh, just because, I don't know, implementation or something goes on in these movies that I just don't like, like, compared to, like, other movies. But, yeah, right? I think we're, like, beating around the bush anyway. I think we've been think talking we a are. lot. I'm, like, me bitching think... about, like, fucking random shit in this damn movie. It's like... <laughs> I just... Again, I don't think it needs to rest in peace. I don't think it need. I don't think it needs to lay it die, but they really should have. They um, should have stopped, stopped after this, this movie. Oh, they should have stopped after the second one. Well, that's and what it, I was saying. Was, I, I feel probably the second one, if not the first one. 
but you have to continue after the first one if the first one makes money yeah i mean that's just a given so so but after two yeah with extinction extinction just is out of place yeah like i don't understand what the whole extinction's almost the last one that's almost like what you do at the end because there's yeah. nobody there anymore. Well, and the and, and the name in itself points to nobody being there anymore. And then all of a sudden, the next one's called afterlife, which it has nothing really to do with the afterlife. Yep. So it's like yeah. it was just um, a, a tag that they put on the movie. Instead yeah, of, I know, and, and that's what I'm saying. Four. You know. <laughs> Resident Evil 4. We got to write down. Hold on. What should well, we Why write can't you just call it Resident life? Evil 4? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, Stranger Things does that. I mean, it's not called, like, each season, it's not even called season one, two, three, and four anymore. And they, like in the credits, it's like. Something. Yeah, it's just Stranger well, yeah, Things. Yeah, but they just put 4. a number behind it. Yeah. yeah. So why can't they do the same thing with the movies? They don't necessarily have to have a tagline. It really throws the movie off if it's fucked up. And in this case, it's that's one of the problems that this one has. So the the tie the tags don't really tie to the premise of the movies. So retribution, I hope there is retribution in that movie. Because <laughs> you wish. You know what I'm I mean, you know what I'm saying though. I mean, it's like you know, you would assume with the title that that's what it would be about. Is her taking out? you know retribution on the umbrella corporation which is kind of what all these movies are about anyways but um you just would hope that would be in spades right so but you know all these movies do that i mean we talk about horror movies on our other podcasts and you know jason how many final chapters were there or you know what was the it final no, chapter was <laughs> the final chapter was number four. Yeah, and then and, they made another four more after that. If you and, count, and that's with Paramount. Yeah, and if, that's if you don't count the New Line movies. <laughs> yeah, so, so I mean, you know, this isn't the only franchise that has done stupid shit like that. So, anyway. Yep, I agree. <laughs> so next week or next month or oh, whatever, yeah. Retribution. Yeah, Resident Evil Retribution, the fifth movie in the series. Then we'll get to the final chapter, and then we'll we'll all take a trip again to Raccoon City. We're not going to discuss the series, uh, just because I'm not watching that ten episodes. I don't even. Know. I'll try to watch the first one again, but I have no idea if I'm going to watch all. Well, I we think can it's 10 always episodes, do like a watching. synopsis if by the time we watch some of the episodes, we could comment on whatever yeah, we, we could always comment at. Yeah. If I could, if I could find the animated movies cheaply, maybe do those at some well, point, some but not within the series. Netflix. Uh, I, yeah, uh, I think it's Infinite Darkness is the one that I know of that's on uh, Netflix. But still, yeah, it's just um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't. It's it's. I hope you all like. Uh, I hope you all like what we're doing here on the podcast. Check us out on the Heart of Geek. Uh, we have other podcasts, Morbid Instinct. We have Scream Creeps and Wrestling with the Willies. <laughs> Not what you think it's about. It's actually about wrestling. And me and Josh um, are talking about actually rebooting. We might reboot Fill in the Blank, even though you know our other team member 
had stopped doing it, we might actually revitalize that. Yeah, it just depends. I don't know. Um, we haven't decided yet. We'll talk yet, about but... that at another time, I'm sure. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So keep if you like what you hear, you know, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also check out our Twitter and well, we upload what we're doing and we and uh, stream on Twitch. Twitch. Yep. Twitch. Once a so week. Um, at this point, we might do some one-offs where we're doing other things as far as streams but right now it's currently every friday yeah so. we're doing the sea of thieves pirates of the caribbean stuff with steven and the uh me steven and uh aiden i think is the last person that's doing it yeah my yeah, oldest kid yep i don't get to play video games because i'm not off on the weekends so it or and i work work really really early and and but and when I was off weekends, I was so tired I couldn't stay up late anymore. <laughs> but check those things out. Um, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we have an Instagram, all at the Heart of Geek. And we will catch you all next time for Resident Evil Retribution. Let's hope there's some retribution. I hope but so. I doubt it. Yeah. I doubt it. I doubt <laughs> it. Yep, I very much doubt it too. All right. I doubt it. Y'all have a have a good night. See you. Peace. Uh...